Hi, everyone. Welcome to Three is Plenty. Welcome back at a timely episode that we released on time. So yeah, I, lately I've just kind of been thinking about like my culture. Like that's kind of capital M, capital C, like my culture. Because um, again, like my sister just got married a couple of weeks ago, I guess like last month now. Um, and like... We've been doing a lot of stuff that I don't really understand because, again, like, it's the first time I've been this, like, personally involved with a wedding. And, like, every time I ask questions, my mom is just like, that's just kind of the way it is. So we're going to do it, um, which I think leads to kind of a disconnect, especially with, like, the younger generation and, like, kind of understanding, like, religion and culture and everything because if the answer to like oh why are we doing this like what is the reasoning behind it and the answer is just like that's just kind of how things are that doesn't really motivate you to like believe in anything or like understand what's going on so like I don't know I feel like I'm kind of disconnected with my culture because I didn't really grow up in India I moved here when I was six years old um so, like, it wasn't really something that was surrounding me at all times, like it is when you grow up there. It was something that I had to, like, actively seek out and, like, kind of try to figure out for myself because my family is, like, not very religious, not very, like, cultural. Um, so it was just, like, something that I feel really separated from, and I wish I didn't. Like, I'm trying to, like, learn more and get back, like, to understanding um, but right. it's kind I of think, been a journey. Yeah. I, I think it's like even more difficult for me and Arthi because like, like, as you said, you didn't know what the culture is like, like the other half of your culture is like, but for me and Arthi, like we spent like a major part of our life in India. So we know what it is like, but it's just about finding the balance, um, and like like channeling into like who we truly are when we're living in America because like sometimes we just tend to forget um, what it is actually about. Yeah, I was gonna ask you guys like if you think of yourselves as cultured, and I guess you already answered. Yeah, like I don't even. This is going to sound so liberal artsy, and I apologize, but like I don't really believe that like cultured and uncultured is like a two separate binary things like it has to exist on a sliding scale like some people like mm -hmm. understand their native tongues but they can't speak them some people can speak and understand but they can't read or write some people can only read or write and not speak and understand and everyone's kind of like doing their own thing and like there's not really culture to points you can tick off right like oh I speak Maraki I did classical dance I've been to a temple more than 10 times this year um boom 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 check 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 cultured right like exactly but that's how I used to think of it and I think I still kind of hold that as kind of like a superiority complex almost is that like I even before I'm just to like give a brief description I was born in California but I moved to India when I was like around eight I think to take care of my grandma um, and then we stayed there for four years and then I moved back mm -hmm. but even before I moved to India um, I knew how to speak Telugu I went to Sunday school every weekend um, I was really like compared to other people that didn't know how to speak Telugu or something like that I was kind of already from the beginning like immersed in that and 
that was something that I always held as like, you know, something that made me feel like, like unique, because I felt so average in every other point of my life, um, that I just felt like it was nice to be somebody who was connected to their culture, and knew how to speak their language. It was something that I also used to flaunt in front of my cousins, because my cousins, like, they are, like, I mean, not to just say, be blunt about it, they're completely whitewashed. And like, they don't speak any Telugu unless they're forced to. And it's also like that very like Americanized Telugu where it sounds robotic. It's, um, it's like Americanized any language. Like if you speak Spanish with an American accent, it's not going to sound natural. Yeah. See, um, for me, I was like born in India. So like, I lived there for, I think six months. Then we moved to Connecticut for four years then we moved back to India so we've just kind of been like going back and forth like pretty much every three years until we came here when I was in first like halfway through first grade um and then even in India like I went to English medium school because my parents knew we were going to move back here so they wanted me to learn English um which kind of left out me learning Marathi which is like a less common language or like it feels like it's getting less common just like around the circles that I walk in um Mm -hmm. and then like on top of that I'm pretty much the only cousin in my family that or like me and my sister the only cousins in my family that like left India so at like such a young age so like I am easily my most Americanized family member and like Again, Mm -hmm. that drives the disconnect, right? Because nobody else has really done it. So, like, nobody else really knows. Like, they, of course, like, make fun of me for introducing myself as, like, Saatchi and, like, Americanizedly speaking. Um, But, like, Mm -hmm. that does bother me because I only started to do that because, like, my teachers and, like, my friends at school and stuff couldn't really say my name. And they would, like, make fun of me for trying to correct them. And I was, like, sick. So I had pretty much zero self-confidence. So I couldn't really be like, well, this is my name and this is my culture. And it's like lovely and beautiful because I didn't really have like that right. level of thinking. I was six fucking years old. Right. Um, but like I used to show up like we had a school uniform or like quote unquote uniform, like dress code, whatever mm-hmm. here. And that was like for the whole days of the week. And then on Friday, you got to do whatever you want. So like for the first three weeks of school in the United States every Friday I would wear like this linga choli that my grandma made me mm-hmm. and I'd like wear that to school and it'd be like I feel prettiest in this and mm-hmm. it's like the day we can wear whatever we want so mm-hmm. I am going to wear this and then like right. that was like a weird thing to do like I would have made fun of me later on in mm-hmm. life if I'd seen that behavior um because you internalize like Americanism like whiteness exactly and then you and yeah like people yeah sorry how arthi sorry sorry like how arthi was saying that it like you know felt made her feel more um empowered or like important or something i I don't know if i felt the same way because i feel like me being like very expressive about my culture and like like you know going to the temple or like wearing indian clothes to school and all of that I don't know if um, the other Indian kids in school um, took it in a positive way because like it almost felt like back then being cultured and like being connected to your roots like wasn't what you know like the cool kids did and that is like why um, like that is part of the reason why 
we were having such a hard time like associating ourselves with our identity because there were so many people like making us feel like it was wrong I guess yeah yeah I I agree with that um I want to kind of clarify like in the beginning it made me feel really special but that's only within my family because obviously your family values being a cultured person and you get that from grandmas and extended family a lot like oh wow she speaks like her language so well or she's so traditional and like she listens to her parents and stuff like that because of this kind of view of American children as like rebels and uber independent and stuff like that and so I kind of liked that attention from my family because I felt like I was kind of outshined by my cousins a lot of the time this sounds really resentful but that's just kind of my experience and um but definitely in school, you get like the opposite effect. I really developed a distaste for my culture because of the people in school. And it wasn't even the white people, like white people are ignorant, Um, especially back then, like they didn't know like what you should and shouldn't say. So they'll ask questions like, well, you go to jail if you eat beef in India, but you can just shut those guys up or tell them some fabricated story. And, you know, like, it's honestly, it was enjoyable for me to explain my culture to them because it like people wanted to talk to me but especially when I first moved here but like it's very much Indians who live here who are here as in the United States I feel like many of them uh, like have this dissonance with their culture that they project onto other people and I got a lot of hate and bullying from people that were Indian they would tell me I was too Indian they would make fun of me for having oil in my hair they would tell me that I smelled all the time and these are like basically microaggressions if somebody said those things to me now they wouldn't bother me and as like a fully formed person who's like like confident in her culture now those are not insults that would even like, you know, I'd probably just get annoyed or say something snarky. But as a child then, who was like kind of at the cusp of trying to figure out themselves in their Indianness and their Americanness, it was very mm-hmm. difficult to hear that you were being ostracized for something that you loved so much as a child. And so I really think that that's something that like, I'm glad that these days is building an awareness to love your culture, because that certainly right. wasn't the norm when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, like even not, not even when we were kids, like even when we were in high school, like all the kids back then who were who just seemed so distant um, from their culture, like seem to be embracing it now. And like, it's the cool thing now when they're doing it. I don't know. It's it's just super annoying to think about. Yeah, exactly. Like um, in my school, I was pretty much the only Indian kid in my grade um, until I moved like further, like from that school. Um, so like everything that I did, it was kind of viewed as like an other kind of thing. And like a lot of this, I don't really have the words for because I like the memories are hazy. Um, but I remember like kind of clearly that one kid asked me if I knew how to run like an American, which like, I still don't understand that question. Like, how specifically do American people run? Like, do you not use two legs and put one foot in front of the other? Like, Indians fly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to sprout wings. Like, I don't even know. I don't understand that question. Um, But I was, like, six years old. So I was like, what do you mean? Like, am I missing something? Did I, like, am I doing it wrong? And it, like, kind of leads to that self-doubt. Um, and then when I stopped being the only Indian person in school, 
like that still left me with like a huge complex because I'd kind of like crafted this personality that I was kind of proud of where I was just like I'm so cool and mysterious and like kind of playing into pretty much every stereotype but like opposite so I was like no I'm bad at math and I'm bad at school and like all those things where I was just like literally taking every stereotype and saying no and I was like really proud of myself for that like I really thought I did something so then when I met other people who were Indian who were like not centering their lives around being the opposite of a stereotype and they were just kind of like existing in peace like doing their own thing I got so fucking pissed because I'm like you're ruining it for me like I was doing this great like performance art where I was like no I'm not a stereotype I'm not like other people and you're just like destroying that image for me um which is you know what originally led me to be like why is Arthi in my class but we got over it but I think that's normal I think like the way that our culture is perceived as like all or nothing kind of forces kids who grow up in that weird like one foot on either country type of thing to either like staunchly defend their like their culture I say religion but I I mean culture it's just that those two are very tied for Indian people um most Indian people that's again a generalization but like you have to either staunchly defend it or separate yourself from it completely I honestly I feel it's a personal choice how much you want to associate with your culture but there's some people that like I feel like are so completely disenfranchised from their culture that it's a little bit shocking for me especially because I don't think I could ever do that my culture is so important to me but I can understand how living in the United States can force some people to do that like my cousins for example like they're only connected to their culture because their parents put them in dance or their parents put them in music but they actually don't have any like respect for it or anything if that makes sense not in like a bad way that's just how they were brought up and so they want like a fully American wedding because they think that like Indian clothes are itchy for example it's not even like a sound reason if that makes sense and so I feel really bad for people like that that have been driven away from their culture by um Americans and like the culture here but also there's people that will staunchly defend culture and I think this is a problem especially with Indian culture because there are many things in Indian culture that should be left behind with our parents generation like things that we should not pass on to our kids and I think because of this way that culture is structured is where like you feel like you have to defend every part of it against white people and people who have so many issues with it and make fun of it you can't even like apply critical thought to be like hey some of these things are low-key sexist and we should leave them in the past and move forward or some of these things are not in the best interest of our future generations. We should leave them. And I feel like that's hard for people to recognize because of how much they need to defend their culture or how separated they are from it. Yeah, exactly. So like to this day, if a white person says like even one criticism of Indian culture, like I will get up in arms about it um, because like after I met Arthur and Vaishnavi, like I kind of had like the realization that I was kind of just being like a dickhead for no reason and I could like figure out my culture without like rejecting everything or accepting everything so like these two kind of helped me do that um, but like if someone who is not of this culture has like words to say I I still get like really upset by that um, and it's just like to do with like all the bullying that went on like through school and then I'm like you really don't have a leg to stand on um but like I think there are 
valid criticisms of the community and like culture in general but I will also only accept them from people within the culture like uh yeah and I think like one of the things that honestly kind of shocked me is like when I came to college how much like like how much the perception of your culture has changed. Again, like I want to kind of make it clear that all of our experiences are as brown women. So we can only speak towards how Indian culture is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this could be different for like uh, Vietnamese culture, for example. But um, as Indians, at least when I came to my university, um, my high school was predominantly brown um, or Asian. And then my university is predominantly brown, which I don't mind most of the time because I've diversified my friend group. But um, you can see how like the people that you went to high school with, because I have a lot of those who are now in university have completely flipped their like way of thinking about their culture. Like these people who made fun of me for the things that I did in high school are the same people now that are like all in all the Daisy dance teams or are um, like pretending like are going on TikTok and like saying that everything that's against your culture, even if it's a valid criticism is Hindu phobia or like culture phobia. I don't know the correct term for it, but it's just really interesting to see how people have like started to uh, use their culture as like a trending point again like especially with like um, my biggest example is Ayurveda which is like homeopathic medicine that's very um, like ancient and indigenous I'm not sure if it's indigenous to India actually like there's like but it's just a family spread like passed down from generation to generation Ayurveda is something that like most Indian people are aware of we don't really like to use allopathic medications um, a lot of people will use natural remedies first such as turmeric or there's like a lot more um, like things and I see a lot of people who go on TikTok and will just start like uh, becoming I guess like PSAs for turmeric and like all of its uses or PSAs for sandalwood and they'll at, like start talking about like all of the health benefits and spreading all of this like family secrets almost it's like t- giving away the secrets to your family's estate to some random person on the street that's what it kind of feels like to me or commercializing your culture for the aestheticism and for like a white person's internalization and eventually so that a white person will buy it and then credit you and I just don't understand that like why would you want to give away the secrets of like the things that have been preserved by your culture and mocked by other people to the people that mock them in the first place yes exactly right. and like I'm so glad you brought up dance teams because I was one on one for like a year and um like it was like a good badass team um And just, I mean, Garba is like a form of worship, right? Like every year at Navratri, you do Garba in honor of Devi. And like, I just kind of assumed that everyone knew that it was like a religious practice, like a religious Mm -hmm. dance that happens at like this specific religious festival and not really at many other points of the year. Um, But there were so many people on that team who would like not, respect that like they would act like it's just I mean I don't want to say just Bollywood dancing but Bollywood dancing doesn't really have the same like religious implications as Garba um mm-hmm. but, but they would just act like it's just like it's just a thing that you do on the side instead of like also a spiritual practice so like um right. there's like a pretty ancient history of dance in India and with like many different styles so like Garba is like from Gujarat and like all that stuff um 
And like literally one time someone was like, yeah, this is um, a religious thing. And then like half the team was shocked, which kind of surprised me because I was like, I thought we like we all knew this. We all knew this. This is a very common sense information to me. But they weren't like raised on it. And it was like a lot of people who I knew through high school who hadn't really been in touch with their culture. Like they would show off like specifically how not like they were kind of like I used to be. They would show off how not Indian they were. And that was like their brownie points with the white people. Um, Mm -hmm. They'd be like, yeah, I'm so casual with my mom. And I'm like, I call my parents by their first name, which like stressed me out. I can't believe people do that. Um, no judgment or anything. It's just like, I can't picture myself yeah. doing that. Um, yeah. But like, and I it, think, yeah. Sorry, it was like the people who were like, oh my God, it's like a Hindu thing to do this. And then that was like, mm-hmm. their pretty much first, like firsthand personal experience with like an actual Hindu practice on like a college right. dance team. Like we literally had practices after class till like midnight. And then we got Taco Bell. Like, it wasn't that, like, strictly religious. But, like, I thought we were keeping in, like, the tone of, like, oh, we're just going to, like, respect this dance. There was really none of that. It was just, like, having fun for a lot of people. Which, like, it is fun. But there's, like, also a deeper layer. And a lot of people didn't get to that deeper layer. Um, which kind of sucked. It was, like, appropriating your own culture. Because you're just doing it for fun without the understanding right. of the like practices that go along with it mm-hmm. and I think that is like um why I can say that like my college experience is like obviously so different from yours because I finally felt that I could be like myself um in college you know like I it's like it's like I, I was finally at home again um, and it, it was just nice to like, you know, be able to embrace everything like your culture as it is and like people around you like accept you for who you are also. And, um, and even like when it comes to the dance group thing, like everyone is on that group for the right reasons. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, in the US, like it's not like just some episode of dance moms, like it's not like some super competitive thing. It's just like everyone is just there because like that's their passion and they want to be there. Yeah. Um, But I also think like at the same time, like we're having this discussion about like culture and like how it, you know, changed from high school to college and stuff. But this is all like a very simplistic version of the events. But I think like it's important to consider that it's a privilege to be cultured and to be able to integrate yourself into your culture. Many people like don't get that opportunity because their parents like weren't able to send them to India every so often or like you know they just didn't have enough time because their parents worked a lot of like busy hours and so they didn't have the time to like you know do that or something and so I think it's a privilege to even have the conversation about culture and I definitely think like we should do a second part about culture because like it's very difficult to express all of our thoughts on this in like a like one episode because there's so many layers to it but I just think it's important to recognize that there's like um privilege to being able to talk about your culture which all three of us have and then like like I was saying earlier I think a lot of people just don't have the critical thought uh, to apply to their culture like 
there's some good things and there's bad things about your culture, sexist cultural practices, like not, you know, letting women do certain things. You're not letting women be priests and stuff like that. Those are like, you know, the homophobia that is predominant in like uh, Indian culture, not letting Indian like girls wear short clothes, like rape culture. All of those things are a part of Indian culture that people just don't want to acknowledge because they're too busy trying to make it seem like everything is good to impress white people. But yeah. yeah. I think this is an important ongoing conversation to have. There's definitely going to be a part to getting more into the details and the nitty gritty of like different cultural practices, but we don't have time for that all in one episode. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, Be sure to follow our Instagram. It is at three is plenty. We will post periodic updates on there showing up for editing process and um, just, you know, like fun stuff because Shachi has a lot of good ideas up her sleeve for like reels and stuff like that. So really just follow us there. Um, And yeah, uh, we'll catch you on the flip side for the next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.